a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we still don't have a final list of potential Supreme Court nominees to replace retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. But while fights in Washington often break out over these nominations, could President Biden be seriously considering nominating a judge who could get, I'll say the word, bipartisan, bipartisan support? Uh, Really interesting to take a a look at that in terms of what advice and counsel the president is taking and keeping as it relates to his upcoming nominee to the Supreme Court. Really interesting. Uh, Majority whip in the U.S. House of Representatives, Representative James Clyburn, uh, who was incredibly influential in President Biden getting the nomination uh, for president for the Democrats uh, in the uh, primaries, Uh, His influence was very significant at a crucial time for the president. Uh, And so Representative Clyburn has uh, been talking quite a bit about what the president should do in relationship to nominating a judge. He told MSNBC that uh, we should reach out to the other side and bring the country together over this Supreme Court nomination. I think that we ought to be as broad as we possibly can in all of our issues. Uh, I don't think that you hold it against people for reaching out to the other side. That's what we're all about. Uh, We are about trying to bring this country together. Representative Clyburn continued uh, saying that the changes uh, he hopes to see. Uh, I want to see a future for my children and grandchildren uh, much different than it was, uh, the past was for my parents and grandparents. And to do that, we have to all work together. So he, he is making this plea to the president to make sure whoever you nominate, let's not do something so polarizing that we just further drive the wedge uh, in the country, but that we do create space for people to actually come together. I think this is so interesting that Representative Clyburn is making these statements. Now, he finished by saying we need to come together so that we don't lose the country. The president has talked about that, doing things as much as possible in a bipartisan way and selecting justices uh, as well as judges, uh, we ought to try to do it uh, in a bipartisan way. Uh, That's all I'm saying is this country Mm -hmm. is too big, too valuable uh, for us uh, not to bring as much of the forces together as we possibly can. I think uh, Representative Clyburn has it right. Uh, Sadly, the Supreme Court has become so politicized that often presidents are are trying to push further to the left or further to the right, depending on the administration. And knowing that we no longer have on these Supreme Court nominations, it used to be, of course, you had to get to that magic number of 60 uh, to get a Supreme Court justice through. And uh, we saw in the latter 
part of uh, President Trump's term that uh, that nuclear option uh, came into play. And so then suddenly it wasn't vital to have a Supreme Court nominee who could pass muster. Uh, we should also note that it used to be that these confirmations were just not all that uh, hard to get through. Uh, Justice Breyer, if you go back to when he was confirmed, I believe the count was 93 to 7. Uh, or somewhere in that ballpark. And that used to be kind of the norm that you would, uh, even if it was a president not of your party, it was still just advise and consent was the role of the Senate. And hearings would be held very quickly. Vetting would take place and then votes would be taken. Uh, But now we're into this space where it is so political that uh, we spend weeks and weeks going through all kinds of things. Uh, Most of them just grandstanding moments for members of Congress. And then we know that the vote is going to be strictly on party lines. Uh, That's a big mistake. And I love that Representative Clyburn, who, if anyone would say, look, we can get a liberal uh, replacement for Justice Breyer, uh, is saying, let's make sure we really cast the net wide. Let's make sure we really consider everybody, because that's how we actually get to everybody and bringing everybody all together. And he said that the country is too important and too valuable and too big uh, that we don't bring everyone together to solve the right problems. Interesting perspective today. Stay with us. That wraps up hour number one here on Inside Sources. Hour number two coming up after top of the hour news. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.